Welp, pack it in. Dave Aranda's going to Nebraska. You are Locked On Baylor, your daily podcast on the Baylor Bears, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Baylor. I am Drake Toll. That's Cameron Stewart. If you've ever wondered what it is like to be inside of a bear, both of us are inside the bears from Sports Illustrated. Thank you for making Locked On Baylor your first listen every single day. And Cam, it's inevitable every year. This It feels like at this point it happened. It happened with Matt Rule. They were right, by the way, uh, when it happened with Matt Rule. But already I saw a tweet, even got a couple texts from people in media saying, not done deal, but effectively done deal. Nebraska donors are talking about it. The university execs are talking about it. It's either Leipold or Aranda. And right now it's Dave Aranda. Cam, it's basically confirmed Dave Aranda's gone. Basically, yeah. Start saying your goodbye, especially if they lose this weekend. He's three and nine on the road. Baylor might can him first, honestly. And then promote from within. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't want to risk losing Jeff Grimes, so might as well promote him to head coach. Not even Jeff Grimes. Yeah. Just I go go really big or go home. Just give me Brian, Brian Bell as the head coach. Would love from that. like defensive line analyst to head coach of the Baylor Bears. Um this happens constantly now, which is a good thing, by the way, when you have a really good coach. Apparently, other people want your coach. I would rather be in a situation like Baylor where people are wanting Dave Aranda than Texas A&M. No one, no one out there is like, aha, True. True. Jimbo Fisher or Dan Mullen. I want them to be my head coach. Everyone's after Dave Aranda. And it, it was funny. The text that I got from sports, a guy who works pretty big in sports, sports media. Yep. He is sports was like, no, 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 no. Like, this is donors. These are people that are with the with the school that are like, this is this is big. They're going to give the kitchen sink. We hear that all the time. Dave's going to say yes. So I sent back. I was like, what? what if Dave's going to say no to LSU, why would he say yes to Nebraska? And the guy was like, I don't know. I'm just hearing. Uh, How tied in is this person to Nebraska without revealing your source? Let me say, I like this. I like this person a lot. Very good at what they okay. do, okay. and very tied in with Nebraska. And said that they're going to give okay, Dave Aranda. That sounds right. Then everything possible that they can give him, such as every other school did that wanted Dave Aranda last year, and that, but without the pedigree or the conference, yeah, contendership. Also, yes, without no or a good recruiting base. Not with not with that. Okay. No recent national championships either for Nebraska or anything close. Uh uh-uh, uh, no, no. A lot of nine okay. seasons um, in the last. Well, Nebraska years. fans definitely think that. They think, you know, this is the year 1998, and we are Nebraska. We're getting Dave Aranda because he's the best young guy on the market. Truth is, Nebraska sucks, and that I don't know why anyone would want that job. Honestly, get big red in the comments here. Uh. I think even Lance Leopold should stay where he is. Leipold, Leipold uh, should stay where he is. I think Taylor Kansas, Potato. what he's done, again, we're three games into the season. Yeah, but well, to me, yeah. that's almost lateral to Nebraska at this point uh, with the yeah. atmosphere around Nebraska and with how far off they are from contending, by the way. I mean mm. – Look, again, it's three games into the season. Kansas might not even make a bowl. They probably will, though. They, like, if they continue on this trajectory, they could be competing in the Big 12 within the next couple of years. Yes. Nebraska, 
is not doing that. <laughs> and maybe they compete within their division with the right coach, but that conference is Ohio State, Michigan, again, Michigan State. Like, they don't stand a chance in that conference. Yeah. And so maybe the lie pulled things a little bit out there, but I genuinely think that's at best a lateral move. I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot pole. But to your point earlier, <laughs> Dave Aranda. Well, uh, uh, we'll, we'll there, hear though. people. People will say, like, are you saying what? like, no, you'd to, rather be at Kansas right now than Nebraska, by the way? I just want to make sure we pretty much. Yeah, wow. pretty much. Yeah. Just making sure we're hammering that down. Yeah. Like, I think it's coming down to like the same reason why I wouldn't go near UT because of how much like the wrong people are running that program. Yeah. yeah. And the job security thing, like it does come down to that. Um like there's definitely more prestige at Nebraska than Kansas, but right. again, dude, they haven't been competitive, like even a little bit no. since the time UT was competitive. Since they got rid of Bo Pelini, basically. Yeah. I mean, that is so. Their glory days are so far in the past. Like there is no allure whatsoever to coming to Nebraska. Nobody cares that um, Tommy Frazier played there in '95. He did. Like nobody cares. Like, and that's great. You sell out all the games. Sick. You don't win any of them. Like, yeah. I, I just back to the point of you know. Well, and there will be people saying, "Oh, where do you have proof that Dave Aranda was offered uh, X Y Z job last year at Notre Dame, LSU, Florida?" Yeah. It's like, dude, clearly he was. Like, he was the name on everybody's lips, and that was leaked, of course. Like, of course, everybody with a major opening, which was a lot, was calling Dave Aranda last year. And just yeah. because he said no and took a little pee-pee on your whole program doesn't mean he didn't get offered the job. Uh, he w- that would be asinine to go to Nebraska. Absolutely asinine. And yeah. I know sometimes we come from a position of new Baylor privilege. This is not one of them. Baylor right now, for sure, head and shoulders, is a better football program and a way better athletic department and a better situation than Nebraska. They have volleyball. They also beat Baylor in baseball. So I'll give them that. But outside of that, yeah. And they have almost won a basketball tournament game in their their history. Almost. Yep. They've gotten close a couple of times. A couple of times now. A couple single-digit losses in there. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, mm, elusive first NCAA tournament win. At what point in our lives, if ever, ever, because it, it does happen to head coaches perennially now, even at some bigger, better mm-hmm. schools, will they stop saying, "Oh, uh, Dave Aranda's gone"? They, what more? Especially after know, this last after this last off season, I thought it was done. I thought it was done. I thought we we're gonna stop. Aranda to Auburn, which I've already heard. Aranda to Arizona State. Aranda to Nebraska. Auburn hasn't fired their coach, and they've already hired Dave Aranda. (laughs) I I don't. When when do these people stop? And it's not just fans. It's the media. It's people with these media cronies who are getting it fed from boosters, basically. They have blue check marks, and they keep saying Dave Aranda is going to go to Nebraska. I don't have a blue check mark. That shows you how illegitimate blue check marks are. I just don't. Do, will it ever? I end? mean, will there ever be a point in is, time where people stop saying Dave Aranda's leaving Baylor? There is clearly a threshold at some point. I just don't know where it is. Like, I guess if you win a national championship, because, like, 
Even Dabo to Bama. That I was still... thinking. I was thinking Dabo was the name I had in my mind because yeah. Clemson has always been a good program, not a great program, and he definitely elevated them. And I'm trying to think of when he, before he won the national championship, it wasn't like he wasn't the hottest name around, but it was never a thing of oh, we want Dabo, we want Dabo right now. Like that wasn't thrown out there. Obviously, Saban isn't going to be because there's no program better than Alabama. Um, but clearly, at some point. There is a threshold where you become enough of a blue blood that if you stay successful there, um, there you're not going to hear the name thrown around. But uh, but the nation does not see Baylor as that yet, and Baylor isn't that yet. But clearly, like clear, every major college football job basically was on the market last year, and I can almost guarantee you all of them sent in at least a call to Waco. To Dave yeah. Miranda. Yeah, yeah. The Why wouldn't are... you? And he turned down all of them. Like, it's not gonna happen. It's not. And worst case scenario is this becomes an awesome soundbite in a couple of years that goes viral, but it's not happening. He's not leaving Baylor. He's certainly not leaving it for Nebraska. The only real shock college football coach move that I remember seeing in my lifetime is uh like real shock was Jimbo going to AM. and uh, He Brian had such an Brian Kelly. Yeah, said. yeah, a little bit, but he had already spurned someone before. Like Jimbo had such a good thing going at Florida State to go to a program that can't even in their best years win the division and the conference is wild. Uh yeah, there was like that was Kim Mulkey esque. That was a shocking one in different sport. One. That was a big one. It's just it's not. Why on earth would you want to go to Nebraska? Why corn? If you like corn, I had a. If you like coach. corn, dude. My high school assistant basketball coach was allergic to corn. <laughs> that kind of sucks, dude. Yeah, corn you don't sucks. realize high fructose corn it's not syrup. Like cheese, knocking cheese out of my life would be an corn starch. But you understand how much slaps. corn is in Nebraska? Has yeah. a lot of it. They husk that. Uh, yeah, the people out there are like, well, yeah, yeah. That's how people in Nebraska talk in my mind. Yeah, yeah. He didn't take those jobs last year because they didn't get any offers. But here come the big red. <laughs> if you're telling me that Dave Aranda didn't get a single offer last offseason, this is the job he was waiting for. Right. I, I, I was like, why Nebraska for him? There's no, he's never worked well, there. You know, Drake, they used to be ahead of everybody because they had such a great, they were the first ones with strength and conditioning programs. Uh huh. If you could call it that. It's Tom I mean, Osborne. Let's just, Tom... let's just gloss over that, right? <laughs> Is the Tom Osborne still alive? Tom, Tom, That's a good it... dead or alive. He might be. Like, gonna, like the way Tommy Lasorda was last year. Like he's totally Is that out the of same? It. Is that the same? Like Tom Osborne's the last one that really won at Nebraska, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Bo Pelini had some decent years, but he's one of those guys like Holy we cow. talked about in the car last weekend, which is not going to be great for the listeners. But one of those guys where you're like, hmm, should you really give up Bo Pelini? Are you really going to do that much better? I thought the same way about Mark Richt at Georgia, and they did do much better. So, By the way, yeah, by the way, Tom Osborne uh, was dead. D E D dead. Tom Osborne was a House of Representatives. Uh, also, Tom, if you're listening right now, great to have you. You're alive. Awesome. Touch yourself. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Glad you get He's the old YouTube working. Oh, gosh, I hope That's not. Be oh, gosh, I hope not. That would be awesome. Shout out to you, Tom Osborne. You cheated like hell, but you had a hell of a program. Thanks for listening.
Glad to have you. Uh, coming up next, there's something I called- I could use some bulk, Tom. You got something for my butt cheeks? <laughs> That's steroids, not anything dirtier. His team did steroids. Coming up next, we're going to talk about the belt because today's show is all about having fun. Cam, what do you oh, like about that online? I love all of it, Drake. I love how they dumb it down for me. Again, a neophyte. But I can win money because Bet Online helps me win money, yeah. and I like money. I did this weekend. I won two hundred dollars. So, BetOnline.net, BetOnline.ag, BetOnline. Period is your the where the game starts. It is your where the game starts. Today's it's about having fun. BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.net. It's all fun. It's just you go there, you see the lines, you have fun. Today's show. It's a fun. I'm having fun. I'm genuinely having fun. I am. So you're, I'm glad you're having fun. fun. And bet online is another great place to go have fun. If you like fun, if you hate fun, don't go to bet online. Don't. Don't bring that there. Don't. They don't want that. They don't want that energy. If you like fun, betonline.net is where it's where the game starts. Cam, there is the belt in college football. It dates back to the very first game to ever be played in the collegiate sport. And we mentioned this last week. I talked about this that last is week a little Rutgers bit. and Princeton. Is that right? Well, Rutgers I've got it Lehigh. all pulled up. I've got it all pulled up right here. The first game, Rutgers and Princeton. Final score of that one was six to four. Wouldn't you know, yep. Yep. The, the majority of the first 10 games are shutouts, by the way. One of them finishes one to nothing. Princeton beating Yale at Yale, by the way. It's like the fourth game. At the ball, game. baby. So the belt is where the first team... To everyone in college football game was Rutgers. They beat Princeton. Well, then they lost to Princeton, so Princeton gets the belt. And then they lost mm-hmm. to Yale, so Yale gets the belt. All the way through, Wisconsin had it in the 20s. And then Fordham had it in 1932. And Tennessee yeah, in 74. UCLA in 1990. 2016, the Alabama Crimson Tide. And then in 2022, to start this football season, actually, those fighting Baylor Bears. The belt. Dating all the way back to lineage, the very first game in college football history. Why well, I've never heard of this until okay. recently. And it's the coolest thing ever. So I know you did a little mention on this in the show last week. Yes. Uh, did you tell the story of how the belt saved us two weekends ago? Saved our entire mood and will to live. It did do that. I didn't tell that story though. I, I thought you listened to the podcast, but I, right. I just I did because I clearly remembered that you mentioned it yeah. and uh, just didn't remember if you had told the story. Cam, I, I reserved that important. specifically for you. <laughs> you want me to? All right. So let me take you on a journey, okay? In a Nissan Altima, right? Was it an Altima? I was thinking it was an Altima. Yeah. So Drake and I are coming back from Provo. Absolutely gutted, heartbreaking, talking about all the things that went wrong, how we no longer desire to live, which mountain we could drive off of on the way back. It's like how two in the morning almost. Kyron, how Kyron drones can win the Heisman. Yep, and will this year. Uh, and we got to get up at like eight the next day. It's it's Well, it's seven if you're going by my clock, by the way. Mor- morale is low. You were stuck in uh, in Pacific time. Um, obviously. And all of a sudden I'm driving. Of course I'm older. Drake goes, uh, do you know, do you know what the belt is? Baylor lost the belt tonight. Yeah. And 
a pig in fecal matter, a kid on Christmas morning, Drake Toll is finding out at quarter of two in the morning what the belt is. I've never heard anyone more giddy. And to be fair, I was very excited. And we were going through some of those teams from like the 20s and 30s. I thought I was going to piss myself. I was so (laughs) happy to hear about this. And I was like, how have we not known about this? Two guys who are college football analysts, by the way, paid analysts who write and podcast did not know about the belt. So I just wanted to set the scene of how that might have saved our lives. The belt, honestly, if if we're being honest about it, the belt kind of saved my life. I didn't have my meds with me that weekend, so I was down. Like, I was down in the dumps uh, and Uh, very sleep-deprived, driving an hour through the Dark Mountains. And uh, we found the belt. The belt was our light, our beacon, our North Star. The belt. The will to live returns as we began to discover the lineage of the belt. Now, how does this correlate to Baylor? Oregon has the belt now. Baylor Lost it. And to just give you a little background here, a little background on on the belt and how Baylor got it. Alabama had it for a long time, by the way, because they're Alabama. They didn't lose for a little bit. They got it on November 28th of 2020 against Auburn. 2020, it's been a while. They kept it for forever. Until they lost Texas A&M. That crazy wild game where you're like, oh my gosh, that has no implication for Baylor. Ha, it did. Because AM would then lose to Ole Miss. Well, Ole Miss will hold it for a while, making their way to the Sugar Bowl, where they lost to Baylor. Wait. Oh, yeah. oh, wait, wait a minute, Drake. Yeah. That means Baylor had the belt. Baylor did have the belt, yeah. Not yeah. for the first time, but they had the belt. No, actually for the seventh time ever. Mind you, teams like Texas AM, who's had it recently, has only had it four times. Ole Miss has had it five. Baylor now at seven, loses, obviously, a couple weeks ago to BYU. Ugh. And they can see the belt. more like it. Well, lo and behold, it wouldn't be college football without this. BYU gives the belt away immediately to Oregon. So Oregon snags that sucker. They now own the belt. Baylor's odds of ever getting it back are in our lifetime. There are teams that have never had the belt before, by the way. So the odds Which of Baylor's- is sad. I, I, everyone should get a shot at the belt. It's in the Pac-12. Like- the only real hope here is the Alamo Bowl, in my opinion. That the belt somehow goes to a Pac-12 team who loses the Alamo Bowl to a Big 12 team, and their next loss is to Baylor. So do we start rooting for that? Yeah, oh, 100%. I'm already on board right now. I'm already calculating it up. Like, Oregon loses to Utah. Utah is not good enough to go to the Rose Bowl <laughs> or, the, or the national championship. So Utah plays Baylor in the Alamo Bowl. Not impossible. That's the third best team in the Big 12, second best team some years. And yeah. Baylor, Baylor went. Didn't Oklahoma play in the Alamo Bowl last year? Yes. Oh, they did. You know, as a matter of fact, that, you know how gross that is. How demoralizing it is. It's not fun. I mean, if you're Oklahoma, and it sucks for the uh, how much better the Big Twelve is getting the last couple of years because Oklahoma was a good team last year. Yeah, and have to play in that. Mm-hmm. Ah, it just sucks. And right. that could well be Baylor this year. By that's the your, way, that's your consolation. Uh, the SEC's got the Capital One uh, Gator. They have a Gator, which is not a good Gator bowl, bowl, but it's like yeah. I'd rather play in the Gator Bowl than the Alamo Bowl. I said it. I did. You're a brave man. What's the Capital One? Arkansas beat Penn State last year in it. What is that called? It might just be the Capital One Bowl. That's the one that's in, uh, is it Tampa? It, yeah, it is. it is. It's at Raymond Raymond James yeah. uh, Stadium. It so might just be the Capital One Bowl. Someone will correct us. That sounds right. Uh, we, can't uh, be, we can't be experts. Staying on course with fun here, Cam, I'm examining now all of these, these games. By the way, some of these wild ones you just didn't think ever mattered. 
Ohio State had the bolt had the belt when they lost to Purdue in 2018. So Purdue got it. One of the times, yeah. And One of the times they lost to Purdue the last couple of years. They gave it up the very next week to Michigan State, who gave it up pretty quickly two weeks later to Ohio State. So Ohio State lost the belt and got it back two weeks later. I'm telling you, this thing is nuts. This whole deal. We love the belt. This whole belt thing's wild. So Ohio State gets it back. Well, they give it up to Clemson in the college football playoff. Correct. Clemson yeah. then gives it up to LSU in the national championship. They would end up losing to Mississippi State, Mississippi State in the first couple of weeks of, of the next year. Um, but it goes to show like over the span, like the, those, what a group of five teams, LSU, Clemson, Ohio State, Michigan State, and Purdue, all right there in secession with the belt. Uh, other times that your Baylor Bears have had it, Baylor had the belt in 2015. Let me take you back to where they beat Oklahoma State. That, that was a game on November 45-35. Yep, November 21st. 22nd. November 22nd. Oh, man. Yep. Baylor beat Oklahoma State 2015. Only the very next week on a Friday night, yep. they gave the belt to TCU. Yeah. TCU yeah. won the game. Which, crazy. Oh, that game. Because TCU, this is insane. TCU goes on to lose to Arkansas the next year, but this is um, the Arkansas got the belt. Congrats. Baylor also won it in 2014, beating TCU on October 11th. But they give the belt you will up remember. To uh. next week to West Virginia in Morgantown. So another oh, no. case of Baylor having the belt for one week. Uh, just when you thought there's no what way. What is your to... favorite Baylor belt game? Yeah, just when you thought there's no way this is a trend. 2012, Baylor beats Kansas State. If you'll remember, number one Kansas State and Colin Klein. Yeah. The Bears have the belt. Dates all the way back to Rutgers' very first college football win. And Friday night rolls around. The next week. Oklahoma State and Baylor, the Cowboys, Stillwater, home of the belts. Pew, pew. I can't believe it. It's like Baylor gets it. Baylor has the most, maybe the most coveted thing in college football it's never talked about. And they just, they don't want it. If you, oh my gosh, had Baylor lost to Albany? That's the thing with this. What if the bell goes the FCS one day? It would. It's what we need, really. Anarchy. It's what we need. We need that thing Anarchy. bouncing around the FCS. So, um, Cam, do you have the link to this? Do you have the spreadsheet? No. Oh my gosh! You got to be prepared for these shows. Is it just on? You changed the topic. I didn't. I Is told it you just we're talking about on, the belt today. Online, I just googled the belt. I, well, I texted it to you just now. Um, my oh, favorite spring. You. My favorite string of games of teams that have taken over the belt great. in great. history. This gets insane. <laughs> I want to so, see. Oh, I wish we could. I wish we could do this. I, I kind of know, but I don't really remember. If you could give me the teams, because I think I know where you're going with this. I would yeah. love to guess what state these colleges are in. Oh, yeah. Good call. Good call. Oh. I wanted to make this somewhat, you know. I so, folks, I'm going to take you back. You may remember the 1920s. They're roaring, man. They're roaring. Folks are paying not very much attention to college football. They couldn't care less. To this point, teams like Wisconsin, Illinois, Michigan, Brown, Colgate, Harvard, a lot of those schools, kind of your typical old school 
uh, picture of the 1910s, 1920s. Can I, can I point out one that we didn't talk about before you get into this? Cause it's 100%. most amazing to me. 1907. You see a name that pops out for you there? 1907. Yeah. Harvard. Carlisle. Wow. Carlisle. Carlisle oh. Indian school was what it was known. Don't cancel me. That's what it was known as. Do you know who's on that team, Drake? Uh, John Harvard. One Jim Thorpe wow. was on that team. Okay. Yeah. And they were hella good, dude. They played uh, Army, who had uh, Dwight Eisenhower on the team. They beat them. Anyway, love pointing that out. Carlisle Indian School. Uh, don't Jim tell. Thorpe. Don't tell. That's uh, the legend of the belt, man. Who was the baseball player that was just a bad person that was back then? You're probably thinking of the myth of Ty Cobb. Yeah, yeah. Many don't thought tell Ty was a bad person, Carlisle. but it's actually tell. not true. Ty Cobb actually not true. We'll have that discussion on another episode. So, folks, Roaring Twenties. Nebraska gives it away to Syracuse. Call back from earlier. That's why That's why Dave Aranda's not going there, man. Nebraska gives it to Syracuse. Syracuse <laughs> finds a way to win. They've won, they're winning a bunch of games until upset sneaks up. And West Virginia Wesleyan takes the cover. Which is in belt. West Virginia, by the way. Yes, it West is. West Virginia Wesleyan, yep. Oddly enough, Wesleyan holds that sucker for almost a year. That's they crazy. don't lose. Before Lehigh takes the belt for the first time in their school history. And then That's we Bethlehem, get a Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. A bunch of firsts. Lehigh oh, loses it. Get great, man. To Muhlenberg two weeks later. No That's in Kentucky, that by the way. Kentucky. Wow. You wouldn't have guessed. Yeah. They lose to Villanova. All right, we're getting more, we're getting a little more normal Villanova. Yep. Just for them to give it up to Lebanon, <laughs> Lebanon Valley. That's that's right. also going to be in Pennsylvania. Lebanon Valley gives it to Penn State, another Pennsylvania school, just to lose to Notre Dame the second time they've got the belt. And then things we're get going back nuts. to Pennsylvania, baby. Carnegie Mellon from the ashes. Can I tell you the craziest part about this? Because we're going to put some context in here. What's the craziest part? So Carnegie Mellon beats Notre Dame, and this yeah. is what, 1926? <laughs> yep. Yeah. So you'll know who the coach was at Notre Dame, the great Newt Rockney. Yep. Didn't coach this game. Didn't he run for president against Look McCain? Look this up. Yes, um, for sure. Um, so he did not coach this game because it was such a foregone conclusion. <laughs> he wanted to go and watch the Army-Navy game. And so he just didn't go to the game. And they lost to Carnegie Mellon which is like Carnegie Tech, I think, back then. What's crazy, crazy though? Imagine, imagine like Saban's just like, oh, we're playing Georgia Southern, uh, who beat Nebraska, by the way. Shout out to Dave Aranda. Um, no, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go to Michigan, Ohio State. Yeah, at the big house. I'm going to go scout for next week. Anyway, actually. that might be my last uh, fun fact as we keep going here. Carnegie know. Mellon loses oh, to Jeff. Washington and Jefferson. <laughs> Baylor had the belt that Washington and Jefferson once held. That's just like. On October that's, 15th, that's like a, that's like a semi-pro team they just <laughs> yeah. threw together. I'll just throw a couple presidents. It's like names a really unsuccessful law firm in Syracuse, New York. <laughs> just like the local Washington and Jefferson. They lose oh, Duquesne, another more normal team, only for them to drop to Geneva College, who gave it so to Grove. Pittsburgh's had a good era here. Yeah, uh, yeah. With Carnegie oh, yeah. Mellon and Duquesne. Yeah, good for them. G- Geneva College gets it. Not to be confused <laughs> with the convention, by the way. <laughs> Look it up. It's in the, they have it. They have it a whole week, baby. They do. They rain. Grove City, Grove City College, then Villanova, Bucknell, Fordham, St. Mary's. 
gives California. it to UCLA, and we get a little bit back on track. But St. Mary's has a couple has a couple here. They're they're beating up they on do. the West. They yeah. do. They get us back on track. Three, we'll in see. The, three of the next five. There's not too many weird ones in here either. There's Rice, which they were good back in you know long time ago. Yeah. So it's not that odd. Yeah. You know, Navy, Columbia, TCU, Sammy Baugh makes its rounds through the yeah. through the Ivy League for a little bit. Nothing gets too crazy, and then it finds itself back once we get about the 70s into the Power Five. They you were, know? by the way. Can we give a shout out? Yeah, 1974. Win it for the first time, 1957. They beat Tennessee in the, in the Sugar, Sugar Bowl. Bowl. Yeah, that's right. So Baylor gets it 57. They lose it. Uh, well, look at the trends. They lose it fairly quickly. That was the last game of the year, though, so they held it for at least more than a week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Much we get like in the 70s, and it's a lot. It's a lot of USC, Washington, Wisconsin, UCLA. It's stuff you'd predict. Florida, Auburn, Miami. Everything's pretty normal until... Until this is my this is my favorite this part of the belt. It's nuts again. I love Baylor. Them. Also gets it in the early nineties before losing it to Rice. You beat Colorado. Every the the oldies will remember that one. Baylor loses it, and then gets it back in the Lost same season, Rice. like three weeks yeah. later, which is pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, bounced around the Southwest Conference. So then Oklahoma loses to USC in ninety two. USC loses to Washington, Arizona, USC. It's still going to normal schools. The Pac twelve mm-hmm. gets to Arizona, and Arizona loses to Colorado State. And in the middle of this Power Five dominance, the belt, the prestigious award in college football goes from Colorado State to Utah, who was very small at the time, to New Mexico. In the last 30 years, New Mexico has had the belt. They gave it up the next week to Wyoming, who lost it to Air Force, who lost it back Colorado State. Somehow, Colorado State had the belt twice in a year and a half. Twice. That's in the, the modern era. I mean, in the modern like, era. we're not talking the 20s. This like, is 95. This is crazy. I, you were alive for that. California love. Yeah, Unbelievable. Almost. And then they lose to BYU, who jumps it back to the Power Five. And since then, it has just Tulsa in there in 96, which is Around nuts. the Power Five. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, everything since has been... Oh. Our five. So that's all that to say, we need it. We need it down in the FCS. We need this chaos. We yeah. Which best case scenario, you know, the Pac-12 keeps it for a bit, and then one of those teams loses to South Dakota State, and then yeah, it would hole. be great to have it like um, the last weekend of non-conference. Yeah, because then it bounces around that conference for the whole year, which is mm. awesome. Yep. So Pac-12 is going to have it the rest of the year until the bowl season. Yeah, that's too bad. Oh, wow. too bad. I'm Drake Toll. But that's uh, Cameron's doing. You know, looking back on it in a couple of years, we're going to be Ooh. like, oh, go to the FCS. I went to the Pac 12 school. Yeah, which yeah, it's, <laughs> that's a gateway to the FCS. Uh-huh. <laughs> Nebraska will be there too. I'm Drake Toll. That's Cameron Stewart. We just had fun today. I hope you guys had fun with us. Awesome. If you didn't, I'm sorry, man. Come back tomorrow. We'll talk about sports. You don't again. like Big Red. This has been, it always will be. Come back tomorrow. Uh, we're gonna do we're gonna preview Iowa State a lot because that's a big game coming up this weekend. We just it is, and I'm getting at least worried to Jason about yeah. that. It was test week this week, so I just I needed a good I needed a good a good little laid back laugh to that. This has been always good. Locked on Baylor. Okay, bye. Great.